before we get into the aspects of Uranus, let's talk a little bit about the planet itself. In the Hellenistic tradition, Uranus is not the ruler of any one particular zodiac sign. In modern practices, though, Uranus co-rules Aquarius along with Saturn. So those two, if you've ever seen Aquarius having the Uranus as the ruler, that's because that's the modern signification. And in Hellenistic traditions, Saturn is only the ruler of Aquarius. So that's one where I always say, you know, I'm a Hellenistic astrologer, things are going to be different. This is kind of where that comes into play. It's really when it comes to the outer planets where those things start to apply a little more. So let's talk about the significations of Uranus. Who is this planet? What does it stand for? Well, Uranus is the planet of revolution, upheaval, surprises, unusual happenings, and above all, originality. I think the biggest significations are revolution and originality, and revolutions often can come by force or by storm when implemented by Uranus. It's kind of, uh, it's not this beautiful, easy transformation. It's like, okay, we are having an upheaval. We're going to shake things up and it's going to be great. It's not exactly the most cool, calm, and collected planet. Wherever Uranus is, there's bound to be disruption, but not disruption just for the sake of being disruptive. It brings this friction into our lives, oftentimes to push us towards implementing change. Sometimes the change is welcomed, and sometimes that change can seem like a slap in the face, like it came out of nowhere. What was this? It's similar to Saturn in that it wants to make you change and make you realize things, but the way that they go about it is very different. Saturn kind of makes you work for it, whereas Uranus just kind of busts down the door. It's kind of like the Kool-Aid guy. <laughs> like Uranus just busts in and is like, we're changing everything. Pack your bags. Like we're out. We're done. It's, it's all over. It can be a big shock a lot of the times. Uranus pushes us to break from our own limiting beliefs, whether it's a breakthrough or a breakdown. There's a good chance Uranus might be involved. So if you are going through a time of just really everything seems to be falling apart, the world is crumbling, you're having these breakdowns and breakthroughs time and time again, you should probably check to see the Uranus aspects in your chart and also what is going on with the transiting Uranus in your chart. Because wherever it's transiting, there's a good chance that there's going to be a lot of revolution, spiritual revolution, outer revolution, just you really changing your beliefs or at least questioning them. Not everything always has to be so dramatic or, again, the upheaval. It doesn't always have to happen, but there's at least a questioning. There is an inquisition going on when Uranus is in town. Okay, so now that we know the significations of Uranus, now we know what they're going to be bringing to the conversation when they're involved in aspects. Uranus will basically be bringing the ruckus when they enter the chat. Again, it's like the Kool-Aid dude. It's like, boom, Uranus has entered the chat, like bringing the ruckus, like here to party. <laughs> That's the vibe that I get from the great disruptor that is Uranus. Whoever it is that's making aspects with Uranus, they're going to be shaking things up and trying to push progress and innovative thinking as much as possible. I'm going to go over the seven visible planets and what it means when major aspects that include Uranus are made to them. I'm also going to throw in the Ascendant 
because as you all know, I believe the ascendant to be a crucial part of our charts. It's not only the mask we wear and our physical appearance, but it's also the ideals that we aspire towards and often try to embody. I didn't really feel my Libra rising until I got older. I didn't really notice it until I started to mature a little more and to really grow into myself. It was never really a mask that I hid behind so much as it was something that I aspired to be. I always want to be fair-minded and I do care about aesthetics and I always try to present myself in a very lovely, pleasant way. The Sagittarius kind of gets in the way of that, so does the Aries. Pretty much all the fire (laughs) can get in the way of that sometimes, but I do my best to always be very pleasant. (laughs) Since there's going to be a lot of these, I'll just be giving little blurbs to get you thinking so you can relate them to your own chart, analyze them, and see how they fit into your overall personal mythology. And really, there isn't a whole lot to say about specific aspects. They are what they are, which is small, but important. They're a small piece of the overall puzzle. Remember, aspects help us to refine the chart, and they really give us those juicy details. They tell us the conversations that are going on, and they allow us to see a little more intimately into what's going on with the planets. When you look at your own chart and analyze these aspects further, don't forget to take the house into consideration. The planets are the ones who are talking. The house is where they're having that conversation, and the zodiac signs are the tones of each planet involved. So with that said, let's dive in. I'm going to start with the harmonic Uranus aspects, so trines and sextiles. I'm going to group them as harmonic, dynamic, and then neutral. So I'm not going to go over trines and sextiles separately because, as we learned last week, they're both happy, good, flowy aspects. They both bring about the same thing, just kind of in a little bit different of a way. Remember, trines are the ultimate good. They are the ones that are so good, sometimes you overlook how good they are. And sextiles are the more chill vibe. But at the end of the day, they are both harmonic and they bring goodness. So let's start with them. The harmonic aspect of Uranus and the sun. This brings about strong leadership abilities that mix with the notion of being fiercely original and independent. Here we see innovative thinking and a fascinating personality. These people are likely to be super quirky, but in a fun, magnetic way. They are inspired and often inspire others through their unconventional way of living life. And they're just like really cool. When the sun is in a harmonic aspect with Uranus, we just see someone who is just cool. Like you want to get to know them. They've got a little bit of mystery. They seem like. You know, they're living living a different way than everyone else, but in a really cool way. The harmonic aspect of the moon and Uranus. So again, we see someone who is original to their core. They are variable in their affections and love to change things up. Life is an adventure and needs to be sought after and lived. There's a deep love of the occult or things that might be obscured from the mainstream. Their intuition is strong, which is good, because they'll need it in order to navigate their desire for change. The harmonic aspect of Uranus and the Ascendant. So these people are ahead of the fashion trends and most likely breaking stereotypes with their fashion. 
Whether this be gender norms or simply the mainstream trends, they smash illusions of the aesthetic. Since this is a harmonic aspect, the looks will be still really aesthetically pleasing, but they're still going to be offbeat. It's not going to be like, ooh, they just kind of threw that together. It's going to be, ooh, that's an eclectic blend of all these weird, wild, and beautiful things, and they just make it work. They make you almost want to try to be a little more daring in the way you present yourself because they are so inspiring. The harmonic aspects of Mercury and Uranus. Highly clever and self-reliant. These are the people that can create something out of nothing. They're the mad scientist, the wandering professor, or the inventor. They're able to adapt to change quite easily and typically have a self-reliant nature as they tend to come up with their own solutions without outside influence or help. The solution will definitely be one that no one else would have thought of, but it's always going to end up working. These are the people that can just think of something off the top of their head and you're like, I don't know, that plan seems pretty questionable. And then it goes off without a hitch. It's beautiful. And they just have a way of communicating. And their mental world is just really rich and different. They're really able to think outside the box. The harmonic aspects of Venus and Uranus. Sentimental and savvy are the two words that come to mind here. They have a romantic mindset, but with a new age twist. Romance is something to be explored on every level possible. No stone should be left unturned when it comes to love and sex. This makes the native alluring to many potential partners. They see love as art, and their art cannot be defined. So when we have this aspect, we see someone who really just loves love, but in an unusual way. They are very open to all all sorts of love. When I say unusual, I just mean societal norm unusual. They just have different ideas of how we should be allowed to express ourselves when it comes to love. They really just want to love everybody and do things their own way and not be told what their relationship should look like. The harmonic aspects of Mars and Uranus. The biggest thing we see with this aspect is the ability to make decisions at lightning speed. These people can read the room in an instant and tend to lean on their resourceful nature to solve problems. They strive to implement new ideals, but they also know how to be practical about it and make like real progress. They aren't just all talk and no action. They're able to take the driven nature of Mars and combine it with this want and desire for change of Uranus and they can make it happen on a real scale. They don't just go in and, you know, try to flip over the table. That's the analogy I like to use. <laughs> Maybe it's the Aries moon that I have. I'm always flipping tables, I guess. But they really can go into a situation, take action and make it stick without being too abrasive or rubbing people the wrong way. The harmonic aspects of Jupiter and Uranus. The humanitarian nature is expanded upon and brought to the forefront. There's a love of helping others, doing the right thing, and changing the status quo. These are the type of people that have a go big or go home mentality when it comes to making a statement. Since they're a walking magnet, they have this magnetic energy. Since, you know, they have that energy, they easily garner support from the right people at the right time. So they're mixing their luck and their innovation. That's a really good one for this. Luck and innovation 
meet and have uh, this amazing uh, just magnetism that they're able to make moves and really be a good leader. They're a strong leader when you have this aspect. The harmonic aspects of Saturn and Uranus. Very strong willpower that's directed towards altruistic endeavors. Broad-minded and willing to take the time to understand concepts thoroughly. There's a sincerity to this aspect that's hard to come by. These natives make good leaders, but in a more administrative way. They're the cool boss, the, the boss that isn't afraid to stray from the typical corporate path, but not too far from the path. They make it so you don't have to live by that ultra-capitalistic way of being at work, but they still know that that's the system we live in, and that's just kind of how it is at the moment, but they're doing their best to try to change it as much as they can in the little microcosm that they have. Now on to the dynamic aspects of Uranus. So these are going to be squares and oppositions. So the sun and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. The native is erratic in their behavior and extremely unpredictable. Sometimes it seems like acting out for the sake of acting out or wanting attention. There tend to be romantic entanglements that lead to disputes in relationships. These disputes are often brought on by a strong desire for independence, and also there's a tendency towards jealous behavior. The moon and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. A deep sense of longing for romance that feels impossible to realize is going to be seen here. Curious to the point of uprooting their life on a consistent basis will also possibly happen. There's an edginess to these natives' attitude that comes off in more of a temperamental way than a cool way. So when you have the harmonic aspects, the attitude comes off super cool and edgy and really just someone you kind of admire. They seem like a leader of a movement. But when it's the dynamic aspect, the squares and the oppositions, they just seem to be more temperamental and moody and angsty. That's what we get here. You get angsty instead of edgy. The ascendant and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. Your appearance is a standout point of pride for you, even if others don't agree. You are very free, and no one can tell you what to do, how to be, or that you have to wear shoes to be allowed in the restaurant. But seriously, these people lean on their appearance to tell their story because they have trouble expressing who and what they're all about. There's a sense of feeling lost and constantly needing to reinvent the personality until they find one that clicks. So with these squares and oppositions, we're seeing someone who might have trouble really finding themselves and knowing what mask they want to wear and what they want to show to the world because they themselves don't know. So that's really something that these natives are going to have to work through if you have a dynamic aspect with Uranus to your rising sign. Mercury and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. Dogmatic and hard to be convinced of anything other than their own beliefs. Self-important and self-opinionated, stubborn, and will often ramble just to hear themselves. They love hearing themselves talk. Not only is it hard to convince them of anything, but they're often really skeptical, and they're going to need proof for even the most mundane things. These are the people that if you're like, oh, it's nice and sunny today, they're going to look out the window and be like, I see a cloud. Don't know who told you. Don't know what weatherman you're talking to. <laughs> like, that's, that's these people. 
They are tactless in the way they communicate, which often damages the cause or the revolution that they care about. Uranus often has us thinking about humanity on a greater scale. So if you have someone that's super abrasive and just kind of out there screaming and yelling with no direction, that's not the best look for the cause, so to speak. It doesn't really bode well if you're just out there flying off the handle all the time. So that can happen when Uranus and Mercury have dynamic aspects. The communication can get kind of lost and muddled and just really extreme. Venus and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. So these natives tend to wander about in love. They're hard to pin down, and they often pick the wrong partner. Whether they do it on purpose or not, I don't know, but they just love being in unconventional relationships, but they often take it too far for their partner, which results in the ending of the relationship. Or they hide the taboo ways that they so deeply desire. They don't tell their partner what they're desiring, and they end up being deceitful in love. So when you have Venus with the harmonic aspects in Uranus, you have someone who's very open about their love of unconventional relationships, and they really speak to you about it, and they communicate, and they say, you know, this is what I'm about, and this is how I like to be in my relationships. Could you get on board with this? Whereas when it's Venus in a dynamic aspect, with Uranus, people can be a little more deceitful. They might not tell you out of fear or maybe that's just the game they like playing and that can really happen with this placement. There's also a strange or unconventional relationship to money with this aspect and that often ties into the relationship. Sometimes we'll see people who marry for money, not for love, things like that. Mars and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. This aspect is very abrasive and honestly just outright rude a lot of the time. They are restless and uncertain in their direction or where to go with all their energy. There's a tendency to be irrational and easily upset, which ultimately makes them combative in a lot of situations. Overall, they're just really impatient and kind of an irritable person. There's something within them that they just, they don't know how to release it. It's like they have this pent-up, revolutionary, original energy, like, coursing through their veins. The ruckus is inside them, and they don't know how to let it out. Maybe they're being too contained, or it's just that hard aspect. It's that square, it's that opposition. They can't get these two to line up and see eye to eye, so the energy gets stagnant which is not good for either Mars or Uranus, both who want to bring the ruckus, but in different ways. And they just can't, they can't seem to get it to click. And then you just end up with a really irritable, anxious, kind of nervous individual. Jupiter and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. Outspoken to the point of alienating others or being hard to talk to. Very biased and fixed opinions that trend toward the radical end of the spectrum. And that's either, if you're talking politics, that's the left or the right, it does not matter. Wherever their religious, political, philosophical views lie, they will tend to be very extreme and dogmatic about them. Jupiter loses a lot of its charisma when we have this aspect. So it can be hard to get others to see your point of view and to help you create community around your cause or your ideas. So when we had 
the harmonic aspects with Jupiter and Uranus. We saw someone who was quirky and upbeat and people wanted to really support them because Jupiter was like, hey, I'm giving you all my, you know, my charisma, my generosity, my jovial ways. Use them for your revolution, for your ruckus. And uh, here with the dynamic aspects, we don't see that Jupiter kind of can't lend a helping hand and they tend to be not as lucky in their endeavors. Saturn and the dynamic aspects of Uranus. Arrogance is seen big time here. There's a sense that only the native knows what they're talking about and everyone else needs to get with the program. This aspect also brings about feelings of anxiousness and loneliness. So similar to Mars, but since Saturn is Saturn, and we know all about Saturn and how Saturn's kind of like a grumpy old man anyway, when in a dynamic aspect, especially with Uranus, we're going to see someone who really ramps up those feelings of loneliness and anxiousness. There's a good chance that they experience quite a bit of upheavals and misfortunes, which really only compounds their somber moods. So Saturn... You know, we all know how Saturn is. Like, we, t- we just talked about this not too long ago. And uh, mixing Saturn in any hard aspect is not going to be great. That's just, that's just it. That's, that's all I got for you on that one. So having it with Uranus, we just see someone who has a lot of misfortunes and just really can be dogmatic in their thinking and thinks that they're kind of smarter than everyone when we know that's not true. Nobody's smarter than anybody. We all have something to offer. So... That's just how that aspect kind of plays out. If you do have this aspect, you just kind of have to ground yourself and think, okay, I'm not the greatest thing in the world. Like you have to try to see the merit in others and uh, know that everyone has something to offer. That's my little bit of advice for that. Now let's talk about the Uranus conjunctions. I had said in last week's episode that these are more neutral depending on who's involved. It depends on house placement, the planets, and also the zodiac signs. So I'm just going to call them mostly neutral to uh, harmonic for this case. We all can probably guess that Saturn might be a little more dynamic and Mars just because they are the malefic planets, but we'll see. Let's see how it plays out. So the sun in conjunction with Uranus. Fiercely independent with a headstrong personality, there's a tendency to want to lead a revolution or cause, and make that the center of the personality. So anyone that you met, I always like to use veganism as uh, an example, just because I am vegan. I don't personally feel this way, and I don't make it my life, but I do have friends who are big activists, and they kind of uh, make their cause the thing they care about their entire personality, and nothing's wrong with that. Somebody's got to do it. The sun conjunct Uranus, that often happens where the sun, you know, your vitality, your, your core becomes that humanitarian cause. These people are born rebels with strong leadership qualities. It's possible that they can get wrapped up in how good they are at leading the revolution, and then their ego can start to show. And that's the sun. We know it's the sun and, uh, you know, Leo. That's just how it is. <laughs> But other than that, I think this is a pretty good conjunction. It makes someone who is really proud and enthusiastic. Of course, there are so many other things that can be going on in the chart, but just at face value, this conjunction seems to be a really harmonic one that can make a really nice leader of a revolution. The moon in conjunction with Uranus. 
An eccentric individual who tends to be nomadic. The love of freedom is strong. Finding yourself is the ultimate challenge and will likely be your greatest romance. Others may consider these people highly unusual, but they're not going to change their wild heart for anyone. So when the moon is in conjunction with Uranus, we see the blending of this need to be different, this need for originality smashed into your emotions. So you're really going to feel this sense of wanderlust. That's the word. I love when the words just come to me. I love that. So there's this wanderlust and just this thirst for adventure. So that's what we're going to see with this conjunction. Not a bad one, in my opinion. So the ascendant in conjunction with Uranus. These are very, very original people, especially in the way that they present themselves. There's something kind of abrasive to their appearance, but it's not in a bad way. It's more intriguing. It almost sparks your thinking. When you see these people, you think, huh, and they just have that magnetism. They have that raw magnetism that makes you want to get to know them, but you might not approach them because uh, you think they're too cool for you. Mercury in conjunction with Uranus. There's an offbeat sense of humor and a quick wit seen here. These people like to talk about taboo topics, and they're typically really progressive in their thinking. Embracing new ideas comes easily, but there's a tendency to argue for argument's sake. Radical thinking and new ideas seem to just plop into their minds out of nowhere. They are great critical thinkers. So with this conjunction, we kind of have Uranus causing a ruckus in the mind. Uranus is literally molding itself with Mercury because it's zero degrees. That's what conjunctions are. Those two are blending to just become this mishmash of, uh, I have all these unique innovative ideas and I'm going to share them and I'm going to share them rather well. Again, they might like to argue, but I'm going to say it's more of a debate than an argument. There's not going to be that aggression behind it like we might see with Mars. Venus in conjunction with Uranus. Dramatic, romantic, independent, and often aloof. There's a paradox going on here. Venus wants to connect while Uranus wants to disrupt. You may find that these natives make their own rules in relationships and that they're going to be open to experimental or unconventional relationships. Overall, there's a sensual personality that is most likely inclined towards avant-garde or experimental artistic endeavors. Whoo, that's a lot. We got a lot going on there. I rather like this one. These people feel, what do these people feel like to me? They feel like the ones that, again, are just really cool, but there's like this beautiful, sensual vibe just pouring out of them. Oh, these are the people that I would just like love. I would see them and be like, oh, like those people are really cool. (laughs) So if you have Venus conjunct Uranus, I probably think you're really cool. Mars in conjunction with Uranus. These are your extremists. This has the potential to be an explosive combination. Explosive in the name of revolution and change that the world desperately needs. There's a restless and erratic energy with this aspect. There's not a whole lot of thinking before taking action. And these people are extreme, but it's in the best, most utilized way possible. Their high energy levels tend to get others excited as well. So unlike 
the dynamic aspects where they were just kind of, you know, out in the streets causing that ruckus. When it's a conjunction or a harmonic aspect, we see people that can get others excited. They're able to channel that Martian energy and, you know, bring the ruckus, but also get other people excited about the cause, get other people excited and hyped up and just really into it. They're really good at garnering that support that they need. Jupiter in conjunction with Uranus. There's a deep interest in the occult or taboo topics. These people use their ability to garner support from others to aid in their cause. Religious interests or revolutions are going to be really big here. These natives are going to be very persuasive and can easily inspire others. They are often eccentric in their personality. These are people who have a big personality and it takes up the room. It does fill up the room and it can be kind of uncomfortable if you are more of the wallflower type or you're just not used to being in the spotlight because they are going to be a whirlwind. Again, they're coming in like the Kool-Aid guy. They're coming in and they're busting down the door and they want everybody to be on board and they're going to wrap you up in their generosity and it's going to be a whirlwind. It's going to be, they're just going to bring you in to their crazy world. You might get mixed up with them for a little bit and then you might drop off, but you will always remember this big, bold experience that you had with them. Saturn in conjunction with Uranus. A strong mental world that is honed, calculated, and ambitious. Most of the energy and efforts of the native are put into mental pursuits. They tend to be more reserved in their revolutionary ambitions than some of the other aspects we talked about. But really, at the end of the day, it's not that they're more reserved. They're just smarter about it. The way in which they go about executing their plans or upheaving, having an upheaval, it's just more calculated. It's a little sneakier. I don't know about sneaky. <laughs> it might seem sneaky because it's so calculated. They have all the steps written out for the plan. So as where some aspects would just come up to the table and flip it, this aspect is going to be like, okay, we take three steps up to the table. We take two breaths and then we take our forearms and we place them under the table and we lift up rapidly. So that they're just more controlled in their ruckus. It's a very controlled ruckus. And if you can't tell, I love that word. <laughs> All right. Those are the major aspects and their significations with Uranus. I hope that you understand the planet of disruption and originality a little bit better now. Uranus is going to help us identify where we're going against the grain and how we go about doing it. I personally don't really have any major aspects with Uranus in my chart. I wish I could give you some examples, um, <laughs> but I really don't have any for, for myself. So next week, though, I do believe for Neptune I have some, so stay tuned for that. So take a look at your own chart. Since I don't have any for you, take a look at your chart. See where it is that Uranus is bringing the ruckus. Next week, we're going to be diving into the deep, the mysterious waters of Neptune. Oh, Neptune was actually my favorite planet. Like, you remember like second, third grade science class when you were learning about the planets? Neptune was my favorite, and I haven't explored that much yet. I haven't really given it much thought, but I will. I'll think about it over the next week, and I'll get back to you as to why I think that is, and I'll give you a reason maybe in my birth chart what I see why that would be. All right, until next week, 
you know, go find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro or on Twitter at moonmatters. Do not forget, if you don't do anything else today, like if this is the last thing you do today, don't forget to leave a review or a rating if you're listening on iTunes. I saw that somebody did recently and it just made me so happy. Oh my goodness. Because they didn't just leave the stars, they also left some very kind words. I'm not going to say who it is, but thank you to whoever did that. I don't know who did it. I just know their like little username is there and it was just so beautiful. So thank you so much. It means the world to me. All right, my babes. Later days. Later days.